from Nimeo Field at Harry Grove Stadium. This is Unlocking the Keys with JJ Myhouski. Hey Keys fans, JJ Myhouski here on a brand new edition of Unlocking the Keys as today we have some special guests coming up for you. Macy Hill will join us here in just a second on the On Deck Circle as well as Evan Taylor, a left-handed pitcher for the Keys, joining us as our player guest here on the episode, the final one of this regular season, Unlocking the Keys here in 2021. The Keys are off to a good start here in the second half of the season as they are coming off their six-game homestand, the longest homestand of the season. They have four more games remaining right here at Nimeo Field at Harry Grove Stadium. And to find out what's coming up next in that final homestand of the year, let's head down to the on-deck circle to talk with Macy Hill to find out what's coming up next for the Frederick Keys. Hey Keys fans, JJ Mahowski here on Unlocking the Keys as Macy Hill, the Director of Marketing here at the Frederick Keys, now joins us on the On Deck Circle. Macy, one final homestand coming up. That'll be not this coming up week as the Keys are on the road for six straight games, but the week after. So what do we have coming up for the final homestand of this 2021 season? This final homestand is packed. We are so excited to close out this you know, inaugural season of the Major League Baseball Draft League, starting with Tuesday as Pirates in the Park. We're really excited to bring that back. It was a makeup promotion from earlier in the season when it was rained out, but we're gonna have those kids dressed in pirates costumes, pirate music. There's actually gonna be a scavenger hunt here in the ballpark. Super excited about it. We are very excited to see what's coming up and gates for all of those games, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, mm -hmm. two two game series, one against the State College Spikes and one against the Trenton Thunder, all gates opening at 6 p.m. And on Friday night, everything culminating with fireworks here in the park as the fans have been able to enjoy a lot of awesome fireworks nights all season long. Yeah, so we're ending it with, of course, that Tuesday's Pirates in the Park. Thursday is actually going to be Fort Detrick night. Um, all active and retired military, as well as civilians who are still working within the military here in Frederick, specifically with Fort Detrick. As long as you have your military ID, you're going to be able to get $2 tickets here at our box office. So we're glad to be partnering with them again. There's going to also going to be a Fort Detrick color guard. Um, the general is going to throw one of the first pitches. Very, uh, really looking forward to that night. Absolutely. Well, if you're interested in getting tickets to any of those games for the Keys' final homestand of the season, look for on the Keys on all social media channels as well as check them out online at frederickkeys.com. If you'd like to call the box office, you can reach them at 301-815-9939. For now, let's head back up to the press box for the rest of our podcast here today on Unlocking the Keys. Well, the Keys have a lot of exciting promotions coming up here. Four more games remaining at Nimeo Field at Harry Grove Stadium with Fan Appreciation Day coming on August 13th here in 2021. We are looking forward to seeing all of you come out to at least one more game this season as there remain one more fireworks night that will come on August 13th. So come out to the field if you're interested in getting tickets. FrederickKeys.com or call the box office at 301-815-9939. It's time to head down to the field because we're bringing on Evan Taylor, left-handed pitcher for the Frederick Keys today. We'll head down there and get his interview right now. Evan Taylor down here on the field as we are welcoming him to Unlocking the Keys for the first time this season. Evan, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's good to be here. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you in Frederick so far. A left-handed pitcher here from Arkansas University. You grew up in Alabama, though. What has been your journey kind of throughout life? Let's start off with a little bit of your Little League days. What was kind of growing up and your first love for baseball? Okay, so I started playing when I was like four, I think. And I had an older brother who played, I have an older brother, a younger brother, and a little sister. And so I grew up 
playing and watching him and always playing wiffle ball in the yard and stuff. So I started playing like t-ball when I was like four and then we uh, grew up, went to machine pitch, coach pitch. And my dad was kind of always my coach. Like he always coached the, uh, the Reds. He has this saying, either you were a Red or you wanted to be a Red because we kind of always just dominated Little League. And uh, so I grew up and like every time they needed a, like a fill-in, whatever, I'd play up with them and see all that kind of stuff. So I just kind of played baseball my whole life, played that, played basketball, football. Like my dad was a football player, so, you know, we all played football and then we all gave up football like after our like sophomore year and I think kind of hurt his feelings. But, you know, I'm think he's, I think he's perfectly okay with where we all are now. Being at such a young age and kind of having that ability to jump up and play with the older kids, do you think that kind of puts you ahead of your time and be able to compete against older levels? I mean, I don't know. I was just a big kid. Like, I've always been a bigger kid. So it was like I'd be bigger than some of the kids playing on my brother's team. I wasn't as good as them. Like, I'd still go up there and face kid pitch for the first time. They'd strike out on three pitches. But, I mean, it's not that I, like, I could hang with them. I just was, I was probably just scared. And then growing up, kind of just being from Alabama, obviously it's a it's a cool state to live in. Did you are you do you have like a lot of roots back to your home and everything, like living there and kind of just memories from growing up? Oh yeah, I live in a pretty small town. There's like I think like twenty five thousand people, but I've been there my whole life. I have the same friends my whole life. Like yeah, like I I always give my girlfriend a hard time about it and stuff, but I I mean I love Alabama and everybody always says like oh you're from Alabama you must be from redneck like all this kind of stuff, but. No, I love Alabama. Cool. Well, you're going into you went into high school then, and you had a successful high school career. You mentioned that you played first base a little bit in high school while also pitching. What was the recruitment process for, like for you, kind of going into college? When was kind of the idea that you had that I could be a college baseball player and possibly even make it to the majors one day? I always thought that I could. My recruitment kind of happened a little late. Like I was more like a late bloomer, like I didn't throw very hard early in high school, and then it all kind of, I grew like four or five inches, started throwing harder. Um, so I always had like good stuff, but it was never like, the velo wasn't there or whatever. So I think I started getting recruited like going into my junior year, but it was a lot of like smaller schools, schools that were like, yeah, you can come here, but like you made it, I don't know if we have any money for you, like we'll see, all this kind of stuff. And I was just, the whole time I was like, I can do better than that. like. I'm better than that. I know I'm better than that. Like I know kids that are going to big schools and I think I'm better than them. And then it was going, the summer going into my senior year, I was pitching at some perfect game tournament in Georgia and the Arkansas coach saw me and he was like, man, we want to have you up for a visit, whatever. And he offered me and I was just like, yeah, this is, this is where I want to go for sure. Was that kind of tough for you to leave and not go to Alabama, but instead go state over, go to Arkansas then? No, I don't want to go play school, play baseball at Alabama. Like, that's where everybody from my high school goes. I wanted to kind of do my own thing. And, you know, you can choose to play baseball for Arkansas or you can play baseball for Alabama. And I think that's a pretty easy decision. So what is baseball like playing in the SEC? It's one of the toughest conferences overall for all sports. I'm sure going to Arkansas football games is a good time, but then competing for Arkansas baseball, I'm sure, is another different monster. Yeah, playing the SEC is awesome. We're the best conference in probably every sport. At least I feel that way. I think everybody in the conference feels that way. And so it's just like you walk in, whoever you're playing, like you already like feels like you have an advantage. And then when you're playing in the SEC, you know that it's going to be like a high competitive environment with a lot of fans and it's going to be good baseball all the time and it's going to be fun. So, I, I mean, I like it. Well, 
this year was certainly fun to play with Arkansas. You guys made it all the way to the Super Regional, hosted that Super Regional as well. What was your season like this year, and what is it like for you to have those group of guys around? Are those guys that you're going to be friends with forever? Oh, absolutely. Everybody on that team, like, I would say they're my best friends. They're going to be in my wedding. I'm going to be theirs, like, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, like, that was probably my favorite part about this team this year was, like, I thought we had a really solid group of guys that, like, really liked each other, enjoyed being around each other, and trusted each other, and were willing to compete for each other. So I think that makes – like all the difference in the world is I think like having somebody out on the field or up at the plate that you can root for makes a huge difference. And I think with our team, it was pretty easy to do that. Well, it's definitely tough coming out of a bullpen, especially at a division one level. Is there something that you like to do off the baseball field that takes your mind off of baseball? Some hobbies or any special skills uh, that you might have? I watch have? a lot of movies and whenever I can, I play golf. What, what's your favorite movie? Like, do you have a top five or anything? Oh, I don't know if I have top five, but if I had to choose top movies in no order, I would probably go The Life of Pi. Um, I think the campaign's really funny. I think the campaign's funnier than any Will Ferrell movie, and everybody will say Step Brothers, but I think the campaign is super underrated. Um, the Hangover movies are good, but I don't know if I put them in my top five. I think Interstellar is really good. Great movie. Um, ooh, I don't know. So you, uh, get, you get like a good mix of like comedy and also serious. Yeah, I'm a, re I'm a really big Miles Teller guy. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Miles Teller. Okay. So uh, Whiplash by him is good. I think Bleed for This, the boxing movie with him is good. And then I think a super mo like underrated movie that nobody really knows about by him is called Only the Brave about like the hotshot firefighters for wildfires out in California. That one is really good. Okay, do you have a favorite baseball movie that is like kind of your go-to baseball movie? Or does it vary at all for you? Um, I mean, I've probably seen The Sandlot 2,000 times, just growing up watching The Sandlot. Every time we watch a movie, we put The Sandlot in. But I think uh, Rookie of the Year is really good. I like the pitching coach from Rookie of the Year. I think he, <laughs> he's funny. Um, but I don't know if I have a favorite baseball movie. Okay, so baseball and it, or movies, and then you mentioned the golf as well. What's kind of been your golf story like growing up? You met, we had you on the pregame show a couple weeks ago, and you talked about your dad having playing some golf growing up. You getting into that from him. What has your dad's influence been on your golf game? Oh, I mean, he's like he's my golf coach. Like he. I th we give him a hard time because we say he plays like an old man, like because he just like bump and runs everything, and all that kind of stuff, and that stuff's not as cool. Like it's I, it's not as sexy as all the other stuff. So I want to try and hit the flop shots and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, no, you need to get your four iron out and putt it. And I was like, <laughs> no. But yeah, I've played golf with my family since I was probably four. Like it was used to be my dad would always go play, and we would go play on like Wednesday nights or whatever at like 5:30 and just go play like a quick nine holes. So I've been playing it kind of my whole life. And then with baseball, it was kind of harder to play because like if you're a hitter, you're like, oh, I don't want to mess up my swing, all this kind of stuff. But once I transitioned to a pitcher, it was like, I tried to play as much as I could. And then quarantine hit and I was playing like five times a week. Like I think there was a, a stretch where I played 11 rounds in 10 days. Like I was playing so much, I had to like tell myself, I'm not swinging a golf club for three days. <laughs> because I suck so bad right now. Like I've swung myself into being terrible. Do you, what's your favorite course to play? Do you have a favorite course down in Arkansas that you play or kind of going back uh, home? 
there's one in Arkansas that we play all the time, and I don't really like it. Like it's, it's not. It's not that it's like crappy or anything. Like, it's a fairly nice course, but it's just, it's not appealing. Like it's just like it's just bland. So I don't really like that one. But there's one that we play back home. It's like our family's course that we always play. It's super nice, and I that's probably my favorite course I've ever played. We played uh, in Georgia at this place called. Um, What's it called? I can't remember the name. Oh, the Barnsley. The Barnsley okay. Resort. It, that one was super cool. It's a, I think it's Chipper Jones, like, home course. He plays it all the time. Okay. Uh, that one was really cool. And then there's this, like, retirement, like, community kind of, like, 40 minutes north of Fayetteville called Bella Vista. And they have a bunch of golf courses. And I've played that one. I really enjoyed that one. But it's, like, an hour drive like from school so I don't know if I don't make that one that much very cool well you're coming up from Arkansas now here for the summer in the MLB draft league and coming to the draft league now what was kind of the process like for you coming out of Arkansas out of the SEC and then joining this league and getting a chance to be pitching in front of some more MLB scouts well I mean obviously being drafted like that's kind of everybody's goal and that's my goal for the future but when I came out here it wasn't really my main goal like I wanted to go somewhere where I could play good baseball against good players and get innings and I knew innings were guaranteed here because they have to like, they run everybody out there to like showcase them and it's gonna be good players like every player feels like they have the chance to get drafted out here or seen or picked up by a club so obviously the competition should be pretty high so I was excited about coming out here. What has the fan experience been like for you here in Frederick being with you were here for July 4th one of the biggest crowds that Frederick has had the whole season and just being in the atmosphere being able to pitch in the stadium here at Nimeo. I think it's awesome you know like they'll have the kids out behind the bullpen that maybe ask for a ball 3,000 times a game <laughs> but I mean like it's I guess it'd be better than not having anybody here and I mean the fans are great they get rowdy when it's time to get rowdy and they, I think they enjoy their beer bats but you know I like it. Would you relate can you relate the two atmospheres at all going to playing in the SEC and having a ton of fans at Arkansas to now coming here and playing on a former minor league field? Um, I don't know they're kind of hard to compare like for us like we're more tucked away like there's less fan interaction like especially this year with COVID like there was nobody hanging around after games or anything and then like we have the hog pen in left field where it's just like a free-for-all like and they'll get rowdy but like our bullpen's there and so they're always like asking us if we want hot dogs or whatever and like they're they're behind us but like we switched dugouts this year to the first base dugout so the away bullpen will be in the hog pen and I'm excited to see how that goes because <laughs> our fans do not hold back well the fans here in Nimeo have definitely enjoyed having you around so far this season. Is there something that you'd like to say to all the fans here in Frederick that have been supporters for you the whole season? You came in wanting to be a fan favorite, and I think you've definitely proved yourself to this point, especially with a couple of your starts this season. Oh, uh, I would say the fans have been awesome. Thank them for coming out and having a good time and, you know, do what we can to give them good baseball and show them a good game, but sometimes it always doesn't work out. But. Yeah, they've been awesome. Like they're always there's the group that always sits kind of by the dugout, and they're always talking to us, like asking us how we're being, and so that's that's really cool to have. So thank you. Well, we hope you've enjoyed your time in Frederick, and thank you for coming on the podcast today. We really appreciate joining us. Time. Evan Taylor, left-handed pitcher from the University of Arkansas, joining us here today on Unlocking the Keys. Evan, thanks a lot. Appreciate your time. Thank you.
Thank you, Evan, so much for joining us here on the podcast today. We really appreciate you coming on and everything that you've done here in Frederick so far this season. We are looking forward to what you will do in the future. And thank you to all the Keys players who joined us this year on Unlocking the Keys. If you want to follow along with the Frederick Keys on social media, you can check out those social media channels here on the screen now. It's at Frederick Keys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And at Frederick Keys Baseball if you'd like to follow along on TikTok. If you'd like to follow myself, JJ Mahowski, you can find me on Twitter at JJ Mahowski, J-J-M-I-C-H-A-L-S-K-I. But for today, that is all we have on the final edition of Unlocking the Keys here for the regular season in 2021. We will see you next time for one last episode here this season. We'll talk to you soon, fans, and see you at Nimeo Field at Harry Grove Stadium.